Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. This one is coming to you live. Uh, we are home, back in Boston. No need to worry about going back six hours, missing games. We're here, and the Celtics were rolling. Final score of this game, 116-99. Yes, Celtics finally come away blowout victory over the heat hold them under 100 offensively performed this is what you want to see gonna follow today's podcast same as usual run through play of the game run through some of the highs some of the lows uh wrap up talking about what the celtics need to do to make this to a game six uh because they forced a game five with today's win but to get things started here gotta give player of the game to jason tatum this was a very, very good performance from him. Uh, listen, he started this game. He had five points after the first quarter, and he had three turnovers. He ended the game with 33 points, just five turnovers. So two turnovers the rest of the way through uh, really held it together. And from an offensive perspective, my God, did he just turn up. He had eight points at halftime. And then went out, put up 14 points in the third quarter, and another 11 in the fourth. End of the night, 33 points, 11 rebounds, 7 assists, a steal, 2 blocks, including a huge block on Gabe Vincent. And then immediately after that, he goes right down the court, realizes that Vincent rolled his ankle, couldn't get subbed out because it was Celtics ball, and Jason Tatum gets that switch onto him, pulls up, bangs a three in his eye. Like this was – like that right there is killer mentality. I'm not saying that he was an absolute black mamba type killer in this one, but that right there is a killer play. And Jason Tatum had a lot of those throughout this game. Really solid performance throughout. The shooting was there, but he was aggressive, right? He was getting to the rim. He was getting – to his spots you know there were points in this game where you know miami went zone give credit to joe missoula i'll talk about him later in this podcast as well called timeout jason tatum comes back into the game fourth quarter immediately after the timeout after realizing miami was in a zone and was torturing us for a couple possessions jason tatum checks in gets to the free throw range and hits a mid-range right in their face. And immediately when Jason Tatum stepped in, I think they went on either a 6 or 7-0 run because of that. This is Jason Tatum operating at his best. Like, this is the Jason Tatum you want to see. I don't think this is a game where he's going out and forcing a ton of stuff. Sure. Did he force some shots? Absolutely. Did they go in? Some of them did, right? Because, again, this is a make-or-miss league. This is a game where Jason Tatum – being that superstar, being that first-team All-NBA, he can go out and hit really tough shots. Tonight he did that. 14 to 22 from the field, 4 of 8 from 3. This is a this is all you could ask for from Jason Tatum in this particular game. So really solid from him. Uh, but he had some help. This is a game, you know, honestly, I'll, I'll say it, Jalen Brown didn't really play that well 
but he had you know a lot of other people. The Celtics team had a lot of people step up. Al Horford, after being horrible through most of this series, 12 points tonight, four of seven from the field, three of six from three. Also had seven rebounds, four assists, and a block. He was a team high, plus 23 and plus minus. So, again, credit to Joe Missoula a little bit here. I talked about it in the last podcast. I want to see him kind of go with the hot hand. Al Horford hasn't been the hot hand, but he was tonight. Really solid game from him. Marcus Smart, really solid game from him. Shooting-wise, it is what it is. Four of 11 from the field, three of nine from three. So be it. 11.6 assists, though, two steals. Uh, only one turnover. But Marcus Smart had some huge, huge buckets. Big three from Tatum, corner three from Grant to go up seven. Uh, but then, you know, he had a, a huge three from Jason Tatum to go up 100 to 83. Another big steal, pushed the pace, got Jalen Brown in very easy transition bucket. Like Marcus Smart pushed the pace. Marcus Smart was there making sure guys were continuing to move late in this game. Because far too often, the Celtics have gotten a huge lead, gotten down to the you know the late fourth quarter, and they slow the ball down. They stop running. They stop running their offense. They start just trying to waste clock. And far too often have we seen that strategy completely backfire and kill us. Marcus Smart did not let that happen tonight. He was out there pushing the pace all night long, and he needed it from him. It's a really good game for Marcus Smart, despite you know 4 of 11 from the field, 3 of 9 from 3. Not great shooting numbers, right? But he did all of the little things. He did what he needed in this one. Uh, it's a really good game from him. Derek White, another solid game. Like he had 11 points at halftime. He was the majority of the offense. He looked really good at half, led the team in scoring at halftime, actually. Uh, but end of the night, 16 points, two rebounds, two assists, two steals, two blocks, five of 10 from the field, three of seven from three, right? Like this is a solid Derek White game. Could it have been better? Sure. But in the beginning, when the Celtics really needed him, he stepped up. He got into the paint. He was being aggressive. Like, this is a good, good game from him overall. Uh, but honestly, he made a couple big plays down the stretch, too. Oh, yeah, a huge and one uh, from Marcus Smart after the BAM turnover. Uh, but big transition bucket to go up 63-61. Like, throughout the course of this game, Derek White stepped up, made big plays. Right? Grant Williams, another one. Unbelievable Grant Williams game. 14 points, six rebounds, two assists, a steal. Four of seven from the field, four of six from three for Grant Williams. Four of six from three. You talk about a guy that's been put on the bench countless times this season to come out here, play 29 minutes, played more than Al Horford and Robert Williams. He played the most minutes out of any of the big men on our team. And deservedly so. Deservedly so. He looked really good in this one on both sides of the ball. Defensively, uh, he wasn't up against Jimmy Butler all that much, to be honest. But defending Bam, defending Butler on the limited possessions he had, Grant Williams played great. Through and through. 
both sides of the ball, really solid performance. Like there was a point in this game where I was like, okay, Grant Williams could very easily be player of the game. And then Jason Tatum just went off. Uh, but really solid, solid down the stretch too for Grant. One of the underrated plays in this game, Jimmy Butler gets Grant ISO mid-range baseline, right? Sweet spot for Jimmy Butler. Grant Williams blocked the hell out of him. Very tough defensive possession. And it was at a crucial point in the game where the, the Miami Heat were just hanging around a little bit. And Grant Williams blocks Jimmy Butler. Huge, huge possession for the Celtics. Uh, so give him credit. You know, but honestly, you've got, you know, Robert Williams played 22 minutes, was fine. Seven points, only one rebound. Did have two blocks, though. Uh, but overall, I mean, you look, this Celtics team had guys step up, right? The shooting, significantly better. We've complained about it all series long, right? Miami's hitting everything. Boston isn't hitting anything, right? 18 to 44 from three tonight. 40.9% from beyond the arc. 28 assists on 43 makes. This is, again, that perfect kind of culmination of offense and defense for the Celtics team. You've got a bunch of guys stepping up, getting timely blocks, timely stops, timely steals. And from an offensive perspective, the game plan that we've been playing with the majority of this season that led us to being one of the best teams in the NBA, second best record in the entire NBA, the threes were falling because guys were being aggressive, kicking out, finding good shots. It's not just Celtics going up, pulling up for three. They're finding good shots. You know, give a lot of credit to some of these guys, though. But like Grant Williams, man, big game. Al Horford, big game. Derek White, big game. All of these threes, the Celtics need. They need to continue playing with this pace. I've talked about it here, too. There have been games where the Celtics go out and shoot 26 threes, right? It happened in this series. They lose. The Celtics are really good on the offensive end when they're playing the way that they played tonight. Obviously, there are games where they take all of these shots, and the threes aren't falling, right? And then it's worst-case scenario because all of those missed threes lead to longer rebounds, easier easier opportunity for the opposing team to get out in transition, right? It happens on both sides of the spectrum, but the Celtics, when they're at their best, are playing this way. Now, Malcolm Brogdon was interviewed after last game and was talking about the defense. And how their identity, their defensive identity, has you know wavered throughout this season. Tonight there was no wavering. You know you can you can give Jimmy Butler some credit. Scored twenty nine points in this one, but what have I talked about the last couple of podcasts? Right, Jimmy Butler is going to do Jimmy Butler things, but you need to shut down the other guys. Bam, held him to ten points tonight. Gabe Vincent. Crushed us again. Not really going to say much there. Martin kind of crushed us again, but we held pretty much everyone else in check. Max Struess, Robinson, uh, you know, Lowry. I feel like Lowry just fell off a cliff 
after being in Miami. But really, like the Celtics did their job. Like they didn't let one person get really hot and they did what they could against Jimmy Butler. And that's what you can ask for, right? Miami all season long has not been a very good three-point shooting team. This series, they've been torching us. They're not a 25% three-point shooting team. They are better than that, but they're not as good as the, you know, what feels like 50% from three of the series. Like this is more of their median than what they've been shooting. And I'm not saying that the Celtics can expect that the rest of the series, but they need to force Miami into tough shots. They need to stay attached to everybody, including Jimmy Butler. But you need to make sure you're shutting guys down like Vincent, like Struess, like Robinson. Those are the guys that have killed the Celtics so far throughout this series. Jimmy Butler has been the best guy on this team, without a doubt. But Vincent has killed the Celtics. Caleb Martin killed the Celtics. All right, you got to shut these other guys down. And tonight they did that for the most part. Uh, so really solid overall game here. Uh, but one thing I do want to highlight is Joe Missoula. And I've given him crap. I've defended him more than I've given him crap. But there are a lot of people out there that have said, call, fire him immediately, get rid of him, trade Tatum, trade Brown, all of this. Basically do a rebuild of the entire franchise. For all those people, I say, screw you. You're all a bunch of idiots. You don't trade away two superstars. And you honestly, you don't fire a rookie head coach that – lost two assistants and lost a head coach and never really even replaced that, right? Joe Mazzulla stepped into Ime's role. Ime gone, right? You got Will Hardy left because he became a head coach for the Jazz. Then you've got Damon Stoudemire left. Those are three coaches from last year's staff that are not on this year's staff, right? And Joe Mazzulla brought them to a second place uh, finish has them in the Eastern conference finals. Has he been perfect? Absolutely not. Have there been rotations that I feel could have been better? Absolutely. Are there timeouts that could have been used in a more timely manner? Absolutely. But tonight, Joe Mazzullo was great. It was great. Joe called a timeout after the Celtics let the first off Celtics got off to a pretty good start in this game, found themselves up six early. Uh, and then the Miami Heat go on a big run, climb back up, go up 22 to 15. Joe Mazzulla calls a timeout, right? Called timeout during a wasted possession where JB was about to turn the ball over. Shot clock was going down. That resulted in a bucket. After the first timeout that Joe called, the Celtics actually did turn it around because uh, we were down seven at that point, but ended up ballooning to nine and then getting down to six. So worked there. Called timeout because of that JB run, worked there. Also called the timeout after like a mini heat run, bring the lead down to 88 to 83 to start the fourth. And that was when, you know, Jason Tatum was sitting on the bench, Miami went zone, and Boston could not score. Called the timeout, everything shifted. Celtics immediately went on a big run, right? I'm not saying the timeouts constantly work 
or shift energy or you know stop a run because it's stupid to say that. However, today's game was perfect execution on his half. So give credit where credit's due. If people want to criticize him, go ahead, criticize him. But you got to give him credit for games when he does his job because he did this one. Really solid overall game from Missoula. Really solid overall game from the Celtics in general. Uh, that's it, right? Do you want to talk? Listen, it wasn't a perfect game by any means. It was pretty close to it. But want to talk about some of the negatives here. Before we dive into that, want to take a quick break for word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Hopewell Hemp Farms. Hopewell Hemp Farms is your only source for the highest quality American-grown hemp products. If you're like me and love to be active, whether that's playing in an adult softball or basketball league, or your level of activity is limited to yard work, one thing is for certain. As you get older, joints start to hurt. Well, I turn to Hopewell Hemp Farms Body Butter to relax those joints and their amazing tinctures to help me fall asleep. Check them out at HopewellHempFarms.com today and stock your nightstand the only way I know how. Looking for an agent to help you buy or sell real estate? George Dimas at PD Properties is the agent for you. Sell now for a flat 3% commission on the sales price. PD Properties utilizes the most current marketing techniques and strive to put more money in your pocket. If you're looking to buy, call now and George will be with you every step of the way until you find a property you're able to call home. Serving the North Shore and beyond, call George Dimas with PD Properties today at 781-913-2290. That's 781-913-2290. All right, so want to talk through some of the negatives here, and you got to start with Jalen Brown. And I'm not even saying that this is a horrible performance from Jalen Brown because, you know, frankly, it wasn't. However, 17 points, four rebounds, four assists. Jalen Brown looks hurt. He looks hurt. There was a point in this game, Jalen Brown getting shots up, looked good, got off to a pretty solid start, and then. He, he he looked like he fell on his arm or or something and it just he was passing up shot after shot after shot and the aggressiveness faded off relied more on the jumper but wasn't getting to the spots that we're used to seeing him get to that mid-range game didn't really happen if he did shots weren't falling free throw line Nightmare, two of five, missed two, front-rimmed both of them in one of the possessions. Overall, like, Jalen Brown needs to be better. But I'm really, really curious if this is all because of an injury. They showed a replay where Bam fell on him uh, and looked like it kind of twisted his elbow back a little bit. So I don't know if that's still lingering from the first game. Tonight, looked like he re-aggravated it. Celtics need... Jalen Brown, if they have any sort of like will to win this series, being down 3-0 is almost a death sentence. You know, it has never happened. There has never been a team in the NBA that has come back being down 3-0. The Celtics avoided a sweep by winning today. The job's not done. Just like their motto, just like their t-shirts, there's unfinished business. This series the only way we can win is to go seven games. 
which means we need to win three more games. And we're not going to do that without Jalen Brown operating at a, at a high efficiency. And right now, that hasn't been the case. Right? You can take that as a negative from today's game. That's it. Right? Outside of that, honestly, I think the Celtics played really well. The only other area that, you know, frustrated me was the turnovers. But the Celtics really took care of that in the second half. Really took care of that in the second half. So Celtics had gave up five points on five turnovers in the first quarter, gave up 10 points on eight turnovers at halftime. They ended the game giving up 14 points off of 10 turnovers. So eight turnovers in the first half, two in the second. That's the big adjustment, right? That is the big difference of this game compared to the rest. You look at Miami now, 27 points off of our six off of their 16 turnovers. Right? That right there is the difference in this game. Like quite literally, the difference in this game. So, you look at this, the Celtics did a lot of really good things on the offensive and defensive side. They need to build off that. 8 blocks compared to their 2, 8 steals compared to their 5, 28 assists compared to their 18. These are the margins. These are the things that Joe Mazzulla has, you know, talked about all season long, right? There are a lot of things that the Celtics can build off of and need to build off of in order to make this a series. You know, keep playing defense the way you played tonight. Get Grant some more minutes on Butler. Get Tatum some more minutes on Butler. I think both of those collectively, both of those guys collectively did a much better job than we've seen the majority of this series really good defense from both of them, but the team defense was where things shifted. A lot of guys getting much better closeouts than what we've seen recently, getting back to their guys, making the shooters of Miami take tougher shots, right? Those are the things that the Celtics, the little things the Celtics need to do to make this a seven-game series and potentially bring this home. Am I saying it's going to happen? No. But until the final buzzer sounds, this series is not over. There's a lot that needs to happen. There's a lot of things that need to go the Celtics' way, but this series is not over, and you have to love being able to say that. Uh, So that is where we're going to wrap things up for today. If you haven't done so already, guys, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics guy. Make sure to follow our Facebook page, Boston Celtics Till I Die, and our YouTube page, Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. Have a great night, Celtics fans. We'll talk soon. Yeah, you couldn't help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics?